This is the Brewing Network's Brewing with Style, hosted by Jamil Zanishev and Mike Tasty McDowell, along with special guest Jonathan Plise. Now, here's Jamil. Hey, howdy, hey, my brothers and sisters. Another fine day in the, uh, the Huffington Aid. It's studio. always exciting. Yes. yes. It's never. It's, it's you know the, the 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 phrase smooth sailing. Well, we don't really care about that, do we? I mean, no. really, is that a high? Is that an objective here? I don't it's, know. No, it's, it's choppy seas at all times. Yeah, and Justin doesn't listen to the show anyway, so right, right. he's the he, only judge. Yeah. When he, when yeah. he's sitting here, he's not listening. Look, yeah. I was having an issue earlier, and I was trying to call Justin. And he's not even answering his phone. Yeah, so. yeah he's like, he's you still know, burning the Riviera exactly. or something. He was trying the man to get the that dust burned. out of his ears. He got burnt. <laughs> that guy's got so much weight on his shoulders. You know, he has to uh-huh. unwind there at Burning Man. Right. Right. Yeah. yeah. Uh huh. I heard his brake job was. Uh, well, we talked about that last time, <laughs> I think. But ooh, I've had uh, you know, car bills like that. Mm-hmm. They're devastating. You know, it's like, well, there you go. You buy another car for what you pay, but. You just got to keep going. Motorhomes are real money sinks, aren't they? You had that thing. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. No, you you put, I you for put a money into it. Yeah. Uh, you know, every every season there's another yeah. you know a few thousand here, a few yeah. thousand there. Right. And, Everything costs know. more. But you compare it to you know rent, getting a hotel or yeah, you know all the other advantages. Yeah, you can't take uh, the hotel to the woods, but you can right, right drive that thing. Yeah. Hmm. So things at the brewery. I'm drinking your evil twin. You're uh, so good. Doing great. Um, we are we are in the midst of yet another expansion. Oh my gosh! <laughs> like, we uh, are right. we are uh, going to take the unit next to us. We're we're buying oh. the building. <laughs> okay, you're buying the building. And the reason ah. we're buying the building is to it's this evil twin. I know where I cash flow because oh so. I see. Yeah, you know, if you're if you're paying rent. Yeah, yeah, no, it's all cash flow, right? So right. if this will cost you that in in payments, and you're paying this in rent. Right, right. So yeah, yeah. what we will will wrap in our original loan that we mm-hmm. used to build the place the first first time. Okay, rebundle. Them. I'm going to add in a bunch more equipment. Okay, probably build a little kitchen in there too. Nice. And then should we call Heineken and see if they got an extra <laughs> right. ten million here or there? Right. So we're yeah. we're we're wrapping all that into the building loan. Okay. And so when we oh. buy the building, the building's worth more than we're actually paying for it. We got a real good price locked in early. Wow. And smart so move. they are uh, going to loan us this money and um, and give you over, the bump in, uh, in value. Yeah. And it's, it's, it's worth it. over, you know, the 25 years. Mm-hmm. So the payment on a loan over 25 years is far less than. The payment in just rent. The rent, yeah. So we're we're Great. saving money. Wow, it's wonderful. Of course, you get the maintenance on the place and insurance and stuff like that too. Right, right, but right. Yeah, all that adds up, but eh, uh, not too bad. So and you're throwing so, out the uh, what is it? The, the gym people and <laughs> yeah, the CrossFit has to. They're going to be mad at you. We're even uh, got a lot of more customers. Yeah. I bet. Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm, yeah. I'm sure they're not going to be happy, but it's like, well, you know, what, what can they do? Uh, and they told us years ago, they go, oh, you know, you're going to you're going to end up kicking us out. 
You're going to be growing so fast, you're going to end up kicking us out. And I'm like, oh, no, we love having you here. Why would do we thought? do that? Yeah. And now it's we've gotten to a point where there's your third space, space and the one on the other side as well. You're, right, yeah. right. Yeah, so the, the first people who hate us <laughs> are the people we kicked out of the other, exactly. the other unit. All right. And uh, <coughs> they... Uh, they want to stay and wanted like a, another five year lease. I'm like, ah, sorry, I've got the I've got the first rights on it. I think you're gonna you, you know, know that, that big uh, big sign up beside your building that's got some of those. Let's say, uh, you should put your uh, logo up on there. I should have the the logo the bil- of now the you can business do the on the building. Yeah, now you that's, can do that. That's a unique idea. Big I've never on that, uh, I've never heard of putting a sign on the building uh, yeah. advertising your brand. Big brand. Put it on top. Uh, right. Um, yeah. Yeah. You know, we still don't have a sign on the building. This is irritating. No. I was going to put one on the mall silo, and I hired a guy, uh-huh. paid him. He did like it was going to be a vinyl cut. Okay. And he came out, tried putting it up, and he goes, oh, it won't work. I'm like, great, thanks. So there you go. I'm still looking for close. someone to put the, the heretic face on my malt silo. I get my daughter to do it, but she's so busy. Well, he did all that. He could have just well, made a stencil and then and spray painted it on her. Yeah. You want yeah. something nicer than that, though. You want I to be just, nice yeah, oh, colors. Or something. You know? The colors are black and red. Yes, yeah, pretty straightforward. Yes. Huh. Huh. Well, it'll look good. We'll someday. See. Someday. Maybe yeah. maybe someday I'll get it done. Yeah. I'm, I'm not uh, do whatever. It's your I'm certain of that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And uh, I did promise the uh, Air Force I would put the uh, oh. heretic face on the, the building. Um, uh, Push had photoshopped the heretic face on top uh, of the building. Yeah, yeah, that's right. And people they they were like, they oh, is that, up there? that I'm like, ah, no. And so. Uh, really going to do it. Yeah. We'll, we'll lay it out, giant stencil, and uh, yeah. and then we'll just paint it on. People don't know what we're talking about. Push uh, took a picture of the top of the building. And photoshopped the right. the heretic logo on there. It really looked like it had been painted on there. Yep, yep. Yeah. So now he's like, going to oh. do it for real, huh? That's pretty cool. I think so. Yeah. I think we should. I think it'll be fun. Yeah. Speaking, no, of, the, speaking of fun, yeah. Um, Berliner Weiss today. Oh yeah. The fun style. I'm drinking a lot of those. People are yeah. making those kettle sours. It's stuff. really uh, really caught on. Yeah. It's uh, one of those. Uh, New modern styles that we used to make years ago, and uh-huh. nobody wanted to, to drink. No, and now oh, uh, lots of people are making them. Yeah, I remember. I for, I don't know. I was at like a homebrew conference in what's his name? Uh, was it Icky or somebody? Oh, Icky. He he, 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 he did a talk a on Berliner Weiss. Oh yeah, and I don't think I'd ever had it before. It was weird. Huh. Yeah, I didn't know he was smart enough to be able. Yeah, to yeah. Do well, he knew enough about that, so that was yeah. pretty cool. Yeah, that's that's something. Where was that? Someplace. I have not heard or seen of Icky in no. uh, must be nigh on a year plus. No, it's been at least a couple, at least for me, yeah. Yeah. I don't know where he is. Prison. He must probably. have got out of homebrewing because he was, uh, you know, he was always bumping into him right. because of that, you know. He was telling me he was going to open some sort of brewery or oh. some sort of distillery or something All right. there in Reno. And he seemed like that's what he was going to do. Maybe he did that, and that's why yeah. we don't hear from Maybe him he's anymore. Too busy with because I'll tell you this: you open a brewery, you're not you have anymore. no goddamn time for anything. Yeah, you're not homebrew anymore. You, know, you don't talk to your friends. You don't. No. You don't homebrew. No. You don't sleep. Yep. 
make new friends. Right. Guys right. at the bank. You have the guys at the bank. The police, the, the landlord, police, the construction yeah, the guy. Yeah. Sometimes your staff, but <laughs> not generally that. That's pretty much that. That's about it, right? Those are the people you know. It's very funny because... <laughs> you hang exactly. with the police all the time, yeah. Yeah. I mean, the police, the construction guy, the guys for the bank. Yeah. Air Force, yeah. <laughs> right. No, that's exactly what... <laughs> it over. That's exactly what happened to me. I'm hanging out with exactly that list of people. So I don't want to... I, Sometimes talk about opening up Electrical a bar. guy, and I, and my, plumbing I, guy. Yeah, I wouldn't want to be hitting all those, all those same people I, that I never knew before all at one time. Right. would be right. weird. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I've, I don't have time for anybody else. No, all the other, your other life is, uh, well, it's over, frankly. Once you took that tattoo on. <laughs> right. You're, yeah. You're in. Well, yeah, that and, and you, getting, you drink get, the Kool-Aid. getting the hiv from uh, the Dirty Neal. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Well, uh, Vice, yeah. She'll be... Uh, Interesting. Looks like we have four, huh? Not nice. Yeah, Berliner Weiss is, uh, you know, one of those, like I was saying, it's one of those styles that back in the day, um, people didn't really care for it. They were like, "Eh, I'm not going to drink Berliner Weiss. It's sour. Why would I drink that? I could have a a pale ale or a stout. Trending as much with sours in general, I would say. Right. Right. Rather than just the Berliner Weiss itself, yeah. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. Now sours are a big thing. Yeah, the the so thing a lot of breweries do now is they'll make a Berliner Weiss because they don't have the the space or the wherewithal to make sour, you know, the a, time. A, a true sour over the course of a year or yeah, two yeah. years. Right. Um, so uh, Berliner Weiss, uh, very pale, um, refreshing, low alcohol uh, type of beer. Um, carbonation generally high. Let's see, and I, you know they go you know excessively high on this. But I've had Berliner Weiss, and I think one of the things about Berliner is, you know, back in the day when we would get them, I think that they were continuing to sour and ferment in the bottle, and they would be gushing out of the bottle. Yeah. I don't think they were packaged that way, and I don't think they were quite that sour. So maybe when they wrote the style guide, then they just Yeah, initially. Since they're always high in... uh, so I'm not sure if they really, uh, you know, went through this and, and kind of fixed that well, up. Well, those that I get on draft, which is mostly where I get it, mm-hmm. uh, they're at regular, you know, 2.2 volumes because that's what right. bars pour. It'd be right, silly right, to right. bring out a four-volume beer. Yeah, uh, very high carbonation, light, you know, bready, doughy kind of uh, malt character can be present. Um, while there can be uh, Britannomyces in, and, you know, some, some, some experts say that, Britannomyces is part of the flavor profile. It's a very subtle thing. Um, it's really just, I think, producing some of those fruity characters and not really, and maybe even a, a slight bit of bitterness because the hops don't give it any bitterness yeah. um, as a balancing. So I think that's possible. It's a clean lactic. Um, it shouldn't be funky, stinky. shouldn't be, you know, there shouldn't be DMS or, you know, uh, buttery or anything like that. Um. Uh, you know, they say sharply sour character. Um, yeah, sour. Um, I, I wouldn't go with sharply sour. I think sharply is more, oh, no, yeah. more of a, you know, acetic type of character. No, this you know, is lactic the, is always, you know, fairly, um, fairly soft. At reasonable levels. Yeah. yeah. Uh, it can have moderately fruity character, often lemony or tart apple. Uh, fruitiness may increase with age, and a light flowery character may develop. Um, no hop aroma. Um, 
the doughy. They say the doughy and the that could be reminiscent of sourdough bread. Eh, I don't know about that. Um, if it's that bready, it should it should be a light bready. I've yeah. had some examples where it's you know just like gooey doughy. Uh, you know, uh, yeah. it's just uncooked cereal type of yeah. a. Uh, an aroma yeah. and flavor. Sometimes and that's, pick up a weak character. That's not, a that's a bad thing. Yeah. There should be a light thing, not not like you're eating a, a loaf of sourdough. Um, very pale, strong color. Clarity ranges from clear to somewhat hazy. Uh, large, dense white, dense white head. Always effervescent. Flavor: clean lactic sourness dominates. Can be quite strong. Some complementary doughy, bready, or grainy wheat flavor is generally noticeable. Hop bitterness is undetectable. Sourness provides the balance rather than the hops. See, uh, never vinegary. Thank you for putting that in. Yeah. Uh, the restrained citrusy, lemony, apple, tartness, fruity may, may be t- detected. Very dry finish, balance dominated by sourness. But some f- malt flavor should be present. Um, yeah, you know. Uh, what malt? What, these recipes think, don't include a lot of malt character, right? I mean, just, just no, pretty but, much a base and a little wheat or something, right? You know? Right, and you know they're they're suggesting that there is no hot bitterness. Yes, that sour produces all the balance. Yeah, I would be careful of that. Again, if you have some Brett in there, one of the the fundamental things that Brett does is kind of like a bitter layer that people mistake sometimes for hops or or not i think mm-hmm. some you know if you get a little bit of brett going in there you'll mm-hmm. get a little bit of that mm-hmm. as well and that can provide well, it's, it's removing those, some of those uh, dextrins that was as well can give mm-hmm. you a sweet character right? yeah so, good point yeah. point yeah i would i would say that it's just uh the important part to note is you know no hop bitterness no hop aroma or flavor uh mouthfeel light body um no sensation of alcohol crisp juicy um, Germany, shank beer, mitt shoes. We'll get into all that later. Uh, regional specialty, Brazilian. Um, and there you go. Yeah. Very interesting. Yeah. I, I think read that. I haven't uh, read that. heard that in a long time, that style description. Yeah. I'm reading from the, uh, the, the 2032 oh. Oh. style <laughs> guideline. The, the future? Yes. I am reading from the future. Okay. Speaking of the future. Let's take a short break. When we come back in, in the future, we will uh, be sampling some classic examples of Berliner Weiss. If Bevo did her job, right after this. When I order a beer, I want my server to know more about it than I do. I want someone who enjoys good beer and loves helping others enjoy it, too. I want someone who knows how to pour a perfect pint for every beer style. I want a Cicerone. The Cicerone Certification Program is creating the type of people who help you enjoy great beer. Home brewers and craft beer lovers know beer is more flavorful and complex than ever, and it takes some serious knowledge to store and serve beer right. Cicerone's No Beer. There are three levels in the Cicerone Program. Certified Beer Server, Certified Cicerone, and Master Cicerone. Cicerone's are truly the sommeliers of beer. The best beer locations have a certified Cicerone on staff. Relaxed and unpretentious. Cicerone are tested on storing and serving beer, beer styles, flavor and tasting, the brewing process and ingredients, and pairing food with beer. Learn more about your next beer guide at Cicerone.org. Certified Cicerone, because it takes top talent to present a perfect pint. 
Your support of the Brewing Network means everything to us. We couldn't produce shows without you. And we love giving you something extra for that support, like Brew Your Own Magazine. You already know it's a great brewing magazine full of recipes, equipment how-tos, discussions of beer styles, and brewing techniques. Whether you're new to brewing and just starting out or you're an old pro, you'll always learn something from the articles in Brew Your Own. Plus, there are amazing special issues like plans for building a Brutus 10 system, 250 classic clone recipes, and a home brewer's answer book. Brew Your Own Magazine and BYO.com are awesome resources for any brewer. Whether for yourself or as a gift, when you subscribe or resubscribe from the Brewing Network homepage, you directly support programs like this. Get a great magazine and support the Brewing Network. Subscribe to Brew Your Own right from the thebrewingnetwork.com. For nearly 40 years, one organization has had your back. The American Homebrewers Association. Are you a member? (laughs) Why not? Join the more than 40,000 brewers who enjoy all the American Homebrewers Association has to offer. Like Zymergy Magazine, in print and online, plus the Zymergy app. Zymergy is the leading publication for amateur brewers around the world. Supporters also get member deals at their local breweries, bars, and homebrew shops. These alone quickly pay for your membership. You'll also get great member-only resources at homebrewersassociation.org and access to AHA events like the National Homebrewers Conference and the National Homebrew Competition. The American Homebrewers Association promotes the hobby of homebrewing, protects the interests of homebrewers, and brings beer lovers to together become a member today it costs less than a batch of beer and gives back so much more visit homebrewersassociation.org since the first time the brewing network microphones turned on more beer was behind it more beer sponsors the programming on the bn because like you they love brewing and like the brewing network they love sharing their knowledge morebeer.com isn't just a website to place your next equipment or ingredient order morebeer.com also gives you access to free beer information that will make you a better brewer go to morebeer.com and click into the learning center you'll find podcasts technical facts video tutorials and more including access to the buzz more beer social network of more than 5,000 members and some of them might even be crazier about beer than you are get over to morebeer.com today and take advantage of the buzz, the forum, the learning center, and make sure you're signed up to receive the newest More Beer catalog. More Beer, bringing you absolutely everything for beer making. Now back to Brewing with Style. All right, we're back. We are enjoying some... uh Great uh, Berliner Weiss here for the uh, always lovely and uh, ever so talented Bevo has brought us New Glarus Brewing uh, Berliner Weiss. It's uh, what is it? It says Oh, it says uh, drink indigenous. There you go. I think that's right. more the motto. We have the Heretic Brewing Company at Tartuffe. We have the brewery Hot and Roth. And we have a uh, listener beer, Funky Farm Brewery Berliner Weiss. Do you have the listener's name by chance? You know, I don't. It actually came in a package of beer he sent in for another show, and I think he just sent in a, a 
bunch of other beers, and I happened to find that in my fridge and was like, sweet. There you go, That'll dude. That'll do. <laughs> hey, Funky Farm, you're on the show. See, if you if you send in beer, you'll get great credit just I like that. I won't drink it. I will bring it in <laughs> as I'm supposed to. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, completely different than about. Scott. He's oh, like, oh, you had to mention his name. You needed two bottles? I think uh, actually, two, I think there were two bottles of the New Glarus that were sent in, actually. Oh, see. But that was all so, I could find in his refrigerator. What Scott would do, would, he'd like get a six-pack sent in, and he would bring one bottle yeah. in, and he'd keep the other five. Yeah, there'd be like five of us trying it's to like, taste it. Right, and we're like, you know, we could use more than 12 ounces. Yeah. yeah. Uh, all right. Um, so an interesting lineup there. The brewery beer is in the style guide this year, I think. I don't think the New Glarus one is. Hmm. Um, it's a very short list oh. in the uh, style guide. All right. We spent our break time drinking beer. Getting our sour on, yeah. And uh, evaluating in detail while you went and got yourself a beer, hopefully. Uh, Taylor, your in-depth analysis on the Berliner Vices. How would you rank these? What are your comments to style? I'm going to say that uh, Hot and Roth is actually probably the closest thing to a classic Berliner Weiss style. You base that on your extensive travels oh, in, in Berlin? Extensive travels. <laughs> okay. <laughs> and uh, you got to rank them. One through four. Go Hot and Roth first, then your Tartuffe. Mm-hmm. Then I'd go actually with the homebrew. Mm. Then I'd do the new Glarus. Mm-hmm. Okay, okay. Thanks for those detailed comments. Do you, is there, was there something about the uh, brewery beer that made it stand out for you as number one? Um. It's not overly sour, mm-hmm. which I feel like is kind of an important thing in a Berliner Weiss. Mm-hmm. Um, the percentage is... <laughs> no, yeah, let me grab it first. Uh, 3.8. 3.8, yeah, it's right around there. Uh-huh. Um, I just feel like it's a classic example of it. And okay. yours is pretty close to that kind of... And the new Glarus, the reason you put that one last? We don't know what percentage this is. I can't that, tell anything a, on the label that's at a, all. a showstopper for you, not having a number? A little bit, yeah. Okay. I can't base right. anything on it. Right. Could be 20%. Who knows? Could be We're zero. all about to be hammered right now. <laughs> yeah. Who knows? All right. There wasn't something about the flavor. I feel it's nah, pretty bland. Honestly, compared to the other ones, they're pure bland. It's not as so. The homebrew has a really, it said sharply sour. Mm-hmm. Um, it's almost got a vitamin-y mm. kind of mm-hmm. deal to it, mm-hmm. like a uncoated vitamin C kind of. Yeah, uh-huh. well, yeah, I can uh-huh. see that. New Glarus just lacks any of mm. that kind of. Mm. It's good beer. It's drinkable, but mm-hmm. I don't think it would. It's the least qualified one, I'd say. Okay. All right. All right. Interesting. Interesting. Tasty? Yes. Very tasty. <laughs> yeah. um, well, you know, the. Uh, like, as I always. Sorry, I can. I can, I can go by how the. 
I can judge these by how which ones I, I think taste the best to me, or I can start considering the style guideline and uh, and uh, you know throwing things in or out because of that. And uh, it might be a combination. I might the uh, the homebrew uh, I thought was way too intense, uh, at least uh, for what I consider a t- the typical style. Uh, has a very very definitive astringency left in, in the aftertaste, which I. Maybe that's it's not my only criteria, but I just find that, you know, to, so I'm going to rule that one out. It'd be, it'd be the fourth, I guess. I thought the new Glarus, even though it tasted good and had, you know, the uh, fair number of things in the profile, was just so understated. It just, at least compared to these beers, it just seems to lack, you know, a lot of the character that I'm looking for in a Blinder Weiss. So as much as the uh, homebrew was overstated, I can consider the new Glarus to be, to be uh, quite a bit understated. Now, uh, the, the last two, and Tartuffe is in the running, obviously, um, and so is the uh, the brewery beer. Um, I like I like the finish on the on the Heretic beer, the Tartuffe, so much better. I like the the you know the the pH, the uh, the clarity, the uh, cleanness cleanness that I got when I after I swat, when I drink that beer versus the. Uh, the the, uh, the brewery beer could be the lack of something, or it could be the addition of something. I can't I'm not quite sure what it is. Um, the uh, the brewery beer. The other thing I thought was it uh, had a little bit of a too like a too grainy a character, or some sort of like a sulfur aroma, something. I don't know. A bit of sulfur in there. Uh, so I, I I gave it uh, number two and uh, Tartuffe. Number one. Interesting. Interesting. The Tartif was a, a little bit undercarbonated, but I figured the, that's because it came in a growler and uh, got bounced. Mm-hmm. Uh, all right. I'm with you here on the uh, on the homebrew. The homebrew is a very nice beer. Very interesting. But it is a little too... Sweaty, stinky gym sock aroma. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's not quite clean enough for a Berliner Weiss. And the acidity seems a little sharper than I would expect. Mm-hmm. I mean, it seems like it may be. There's something else going on in here. It's not uh, just a clean lactic. Yeah. For its ABV, it's it's really, really oh, it's Oh, it's great for like 2.8% <laughs> and, you know, yeah. actually, it's a nice beer. I just think I wouldn't enter it in the Berliner Weiss category. As a sour beer, yeah. Yeah, yeah I don't think you would. Yeah. I think you enter it as Street. some sort of other sour beer, you know, maybe just list as like a spontaneously fermented single or something, you know, mm-hmm. make up some some name, mm-hmm. and uh, that would explain a little bit of the stink to it. It's got a little, got a little, uh, you know, a little nasty going on, hmm. which is not unpleasant. It's just... Too gym socky for, for a, a Berliner Weiss. But otherwise, a very nice beer. Excellent. Good job. Um, that would be my number four. My number three would be the New Glarus. Mm-hmm. I think the New Glarus, again, very nice beer. However, there's a kind of a candy sweetness to it that is married up with this sourness. And the candy sweetness, so the overall balance, I think, is fine. 
it doesn't come across as too sweet, but it's not a normal Berliner Weiss, which doesn't have like a candy sweet note up front. It you know the Berliner Weiss is more like a malt, a, a delicate malt sweetness of any yeah. you know it's minimal, right. not that high. So this is kind of like one of those things where they added Brett and to clean up that sweetness, it would have probably been a much better beer. And yeah, yeah, I I agree. Yeah. Um, it's one of those things like on IPA when people put in a whole bunch of hops and then they put in a whole bunch of malt, crystal malt to try and balance it out. Yeah, um, and it ends up. You know, too sweet and hoppy at the yeah. same. This is too yeah. sweet and sour at the yeah. same time. Gotcha. So a nice beer, but I think you know Berliner Weiss style wise, I think that 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 has an issue. Um, the heretic, yes, I, I'd say the carbonation's a little too low uh, for the style. Uh, the brewery beer. Um, I would agree with you. It's got a, a quite a bit of sulfur to it, which comes across a little too um, too aromatic in general. Yeah, yeah and a little too makes much. The grain flavor smell unusual. Yeah, too much bready, grainy, mm-hmm. and too much sulfur. Um, other than that, I think that's really good. So it, it's a tough choice for me between the two. Um, well, I should have brought in a bottle of the uh, the Heretic, but those cost me <laughs> more money than so just getting a growler. The, the right. Yeah. Since I became a brewery owner and ran out of money, <laughs> yeah. uh, you know, it's one of those things. It's all borrowed money anyway. Um, so, I, you know, I'm hesitant to pick Heretic as number one. Because well, you might. You, yeah, it seems like that always yourself. happens. Well, and, then, and then people, um, people, I'm sure they're like, oh, he's just picking his own beer. Ah, I think it's. I think it's well done. Um, <laughs> it is. It's it, it just tastes better. I just, I just drink one. I drink the other. Mm-hmm. I like after I drink yours. I like what's going on better. It's more purely taste. Uh, I'm not considering right. style or carbonation oh, yeah, or I, color or any of that stuff. I'll, I'll slam glasses of the uh, the Tartuffe all the time. Um, all right, I will pick uh, the brewery beer. Just so I'm not picking the Heretic beer. So Heretic's number two, and Brewery would be number one. And thus, the Brewery is the winner. Uh, There you go. Sorry, Tasty. Sorry, Jamil. You lost out to expertise of uh, Taylor. It's just my uh, personal taste. And his his many, many years spent living in Germany. He's been the Berlin expert advice. Yes. Uh, all over the many times, right? You get right at the source. Right. Yeah, he's got his little Hitler mustache going. He's he's all about Berlin. probably a, yeah, might be a Hitler. It's, he's got I a total that mustache might be. He's a got a total hipster too mustache. large for Hitler's handlebars. Oh. I don't think Hitler had handlebars. This was actually abbreviated. I think right? Didn't he? Uh, oh yeah. Well, you know, he's just he's just sporting Peter's that. Just accentuated in width. Yeah, you, you, you see, you know, you should have seen him before. Now he's kind of like masking it, you know. Uh, it, you, would just, you appreciate, would you appreciate it, it more if I said it was a Charlie Chaplin mustache? I mean, it used to be a cool mustache style, and then Hitler ruined it for everybody. <laughs> right? Would Charlie Chaplin have the same mustache style? Yes. That's true. <laughs> <laughs> All right. We'll just... Uh... 
So there you go. There you go. Well, the winner is uh, the brewery. Not New Glass. The brewery. I mean the brewery. Yes. And um, there you go. Yeah. So the name of that beer is Spotted Cow. I don't know if we came to that conclusion, but that is what it's called. The New Glarus beer? Oh, yeah, they used to have Spotted Cow, and now it's just called Berliner Weiss. Oh, well, I think it's the same thing. It might be, yes. Right. Great. It's got like a big golden pile on the label, which looks like Wisconsin, I think. And <laughs> it kind of yeah, Rorschach-y, you know. You go, oh, I see uh, my dead sister. I see, uh, no, I see Wisconsin. Right? What are you drinking over there? <laughs> that I want what you're having. I'm just saying. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you're here early for the... For oh, the, yeah, I uh, see there was an insight. I, yeah, the pre-party. I wasn't here for the pre-show. Where, where all the, the drugs are, are handed out. That's right. All right. Let's do this to take a short break. When we come back, yeah. I will talk Berliner Weiss recipe. How do you make it? Right after this. The 21st Amendment. Watch out! Do you like beer? They make beer. Watch out! Do you like friends and fun? They make friends and fun. Watch out! Do you still like to have a good time? The 21st Amendment. Watch out! The 21st Amendment in San Francisco, located at 563 2nd Street, two blocks from the building where baseball is seen and played. Try their beers in the pub or try them in the can, featuring... Monk's Blood. Made with real monk. Watch out! So why not have the best time of your life? Go to the 21A and Sean O'Sullivan will personally greet you with a can of... Monk's Blood. The 21st Amendment. Watch out! This advertisement is not in any way affiliated nor associated with the 21st Amendment Bar and Pub, nor its subsidiaries or affiliates. This telecast is not copywritten by the 21st Amendment for the private use of the Brewing Network. Any use of this telecast without Jamil Zanishev's consent is prohibited. Suck it, JP. A few things happened 30 years ago. ARPANET migrated to TCPIP, and the Internet was born. Revenge of the Jedi was renamed Return of the Jedi and opened in theaters. Mila Kunis and Emily Blunt were born, beginning a rad fantasy in my mind. But all of that pales next to the fact that HopTech opened its doors and began blowing homebrewers right out of their mash tuns. HopTech doesn't fuck around. Real people shipping awesome shit straight to you. Their new website is fast and easy to navigate. Or just call 800-379-4677 and let badass bitch Jade and the gadget guy Roberto blow their warm load of customer service all over you. So visit the site or visit the store in Dublin, California and support those that support you. Get your brewing on at hoptech.com. Are you looking for a simple brewing system that's great for all grain brewing, but everything on the market seems to be full of compromises? Blickman Engineering has the answer. The Blickman Brew Easy All Grain Brewing System. The Brew Easy is a complete system with easy upgrades and a beautiful compact design, perfect for any size brewing location. At its core, the Brew Easy is built on two gorgeous Blickman Boilermaker brew kettles, a high temperature March pump, and either a top tier gas burner or the new boil coil electric heater. The Brew Easy adapter lid allows the pots to stack 
stack on top of each other, forming an efficient, strong, and compact brewing setup that comes in 5, 10, and 20-gallon batch sizes. Upgrade your BrewEasy system with full automated control by adding a Blickman Tower of Power temp controller and make moving around easy with the Blickman Kettle Cart. The BrewEasy is modular. If you already own a Boilermaker kettle, you can build your BrewEasy by purchasing just the modules you need. The new BrewEasy all-grain brewing system. See it today at BlickmanEngineering.com and brew with Blickman quality on your new Brew Easy. Now back to Jamil, Tasty, and Chicken Boy. This is Brewing with Style. I think the latest chicken flu took out Chicken Boy. <laughs> chicken Boy has met his, his arch enemy in a battle and has lost. <laughs> right. The, uh, the chicken has, has come to roost. Has, uh, he had another child, which no. he's on paternity leave is what I'm right. thinking right now. Yeah, that's tough on Anybody your abdominal muscles. Yeah. That's my, been my experience. Mm-hmm. Um, <clears throat> all right, Berliner Weiss. Starting gravity, 1032. Oh. Finishing gravity, 006. That's one and a half Play-Doh. Actually, you can go lower than that. Uh, IBU 4, uh, color 3 SRM, alcohol 3.5%. Uh, let's see here. Um, Pilsner malt, you're going to go with uh, 4.2 pounds, and then 3 pounds of uh, wheat malt, you're going to mash at 149 degrees Fahrenheit, 65C. And uh, you might want to extend that mash temp out just because, uh, you know, that lower mash temp, it takes a while for conversion. So, yeah, give it 90 minutes. You transfer over to the kettle, give it a short boil, and then uh, you're going to throw in uh, at the start. You can, you can either do mash hopping or you can put a little bit of hops, a low alpha hop like a halitau in the, uh, in the kettle, um, one ounce. And there you go. Or you can uh, do it all together. Now, really, the reason why a lot of the um, hops are used in like lambic and things like that was to uh, actually hold down the bacteria. Yeah, it's more of a. So you know, I would go very minimal on on hops, if at all, in a Berliner. Hmm. I think you can skip it. Still call it beer. Uh, legally, we have to add hops. True. I think in our batch of uh, tartuffe, we used uh, one kilo in 30 barrels, so 2.2 pounds in 30 barrels. No, that's not very much. Right. That's very little. Um, And that, you know, legally we have to make beer with malt and hops. Um, We can't uh, exclude hops. I know there's breweries that do it, but that's illegal. And you know me, I'm a stickler for legal. Well, you can just put a ridiculously small amount in, I mean. No, there's a certain minimum. Oh, there is a Oh, I really? Yeah. There is. Oh. It's like a, you know, like a Budweiser minimum or something. Oh, I see. Um, yeah. Uh, yeast. All right. So there's a couple ways you could do this. Uh, you can, like, kettle sour or mash sour. If you get a mash sour, I was wrong with talk for a while. All right. If you get a mash sour, that's fine. There is lactic... Uh, Lactobacillus and other lots of other um, bacteria and wild yeast on 
the grain. So if you want a mash sour, you do your whole conversion, 149, let it cool down to like, you know, 115, 120. Still and in the mash. Still in the mash. Uh-huh. You throw in like another pound of malt in there, this brush it up, throw, brush. throw it in there, and then just cover the thing, let it, let it sit. Stir that in or just throw it on top? You stir, stir it in. That's fine. Or throw it on top, either one. Mm-hmm. Um, so the danger on this is it can get really stinky. It can it can be become very poopy and very nasty. So you got to be careful of that. Is there a point in time where it's 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 what you want and not that way, or you, um, you got to be careful? Right, just by luck and of the draw, it'll or? also kill off head retention, a lot of things. How do you so, control temp? What, what temperature should you do this at? So you yeah one ten one ten to one twenty one ten and leave it there. Yeah. So what if it gets cooler? Like you know, that's but, all right. That's yeah. all right. I mean, you can you know insulate it with a sleeping bag or whatever. Okay. You throw that in there, um, but. Two things you have to, that you should do. One is that people do is they, you want to exclude oxygen if you can. So people will blanket it with uh, argon or CO2. Mm-hmm. Uh, when I've done this in the past, I use argon because there's less oxygen in argon than there is in CO2. CO2 can dissociate into oxygen. And, huh. So, um, uh, but you could use either. And argon's heavier than CO2, I think. So you um, want to be able to close your mesh tent. And you can trickle that in and do that for a day. The But regardless if you do that or not, if you do not get the pH of your mash below 4.5 or like 4.5 or lower, mm-hmm. it can get real poopy. So you got to first make sure you drive that uh, pH down. You can do that with a little addition of uh, you know lactic acid or whatever, phosphoric to drive the pH down, make sure it's down below uh, four or five or lower, and then you can go ahead and do the, your, your mash sourdough. Now, that's one way to do it. Another way to do it is uh, you can do a kettle souring, which has become much more popular. First, you go ahead, you do your regular mash, transfer it over to the kettle, heat it up, boil it for, you know, 15 minutes, just kill everything off, stop the enzymes, mm-hmm. cool it back down. You can run it through your heat exchanger and back into the kettle. Until it gets to around, you know, 110 or so. And then you can throw in a pitch of lactobacillus. You can buy it from Y-East or White Labs. Throw that in there. Or you can put in yogurt, things like that with live cultures. And you, you give that, you know, a day or two. And it will sour the, the wort down. Then you go ahead and heat up the kettle again, boil it. And... Um, at that point, you know, you boil it uh, however long you want, and then you uh, do your regular old chilling and uh, transfer the fermenter and pitch your, your yeast. You can use a variety of yeasts. You can use, uh, like, cow ale. You could use uh, the uh, European ale yeast, which is what, what I was always using. Or bread. Or, bread uh, or you could well. do a little bit of bread, too, sure. Um Back to the kettle, uh, you said you uh, let it sit for a couple of days. I assume you've got a pH meter and you're looking to, to get to a certain level before you, you call it off. Yeah, lacto is pretty self-limiting. Really? So you when you so you don't want to know when it's not right. getting more sour. I mean, you got yeah. You can do with it, but uh, you know, you get a pH meter, some pH strips, yeah. and when it gets down strips into the into the low threes, mm-hmm. you're you're there. Right. Now, um, so that's another way to do it. If you're really looking for your sour to get sour or more sour, 
what uh, Greg and Jess at uh, Yeast came up with was to first uh, pitch your yeast and then pitch the lacto. Sounds counterintuitive, doesn't it? So there's no they, lacto in the kettle at all. You feel right, like you're making right. a regular beer. They discovered that if you pitched like, uh, and the yeast that gave them the, be- the best souring was the uh, European ale yeast, the Y yeast, European ale yeast first. You ferment with that. And then you pitch your lacto, and that would take it down even further, and you'd get the most souring. The most? Yeah. Well, it seems like uh, all the available sugars were, you know, the kettle sour, all the available sugars are there for, for that pitch. Mm-hmm. It seems like if you do another fermentation before you pitch that, there's even less available, which means to me it right. would produce less sourness. But mm-hmm. that's kind of, yeah, mm-hmm. kind of counterintuitive. Right. Hmm. That's what they discovered. Well. Um, the only problem with, from a commercial standpoint of putting bread or lacto into the fermenter is that if you want to package it off, that's a, what we consider a dirty beer. So we won't run that through our bottling line. Yeah. So we have to sour it some other way. We do a kettle sour, kill that off, and then we're okay to run it through the bottling line. Yeah, you kill it off. Homebrewers don't have quite that that restriction. I think the one thing, though, that uh, they'll do is, uh, um, you know, if if you're going to bottle it, you want to make sure that it's really finished out first. Mm-hmm. You want to bottle up and have bombs. Right. So uh, the finish on it shouldn't be sweet. You shouldn't have a sweet component. And then the sour, it should be, you know, fully attenuated out mm-hmm. and dry and then... You know, a little bit of bready, and then uh, you're sour. Hmm. Now, have you ever brewed a Berliner? Tasting? No, I have not. No. Any kettle sour? No, never. I've never made any sour beer at all. Wow. Yeah. There you go. Tyler, how, how about you? I mean, Taylor, how about you? Nope. 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 No? None. There you go. Have you brewed beer ever? Brewed a stout with my friend. Ah. All right. That's not just a euphemism for something else. It's actually brewing beer. <laughs> Yes. Okay. All right. Just checking. Just checking. Bevo, no no sour brews in your... No? no, not at all. No. All right. Well, there you go. Uh, so that's your recipe. That's it. All right. I drink them. <laughs> and drink. There you go, as, as Plissé would say. All right. Let's uh, take one last short break, and we'll wrap it up right after this. Introducing Clarity Firm from White Labs, an amazing tool for pro brewers and home brewers. Clarity Firm is an endoprotease that will reduce chill haze and increase the stability of your beer and produces gluten-reduced beer. Clarity Firm is easy to use. Just add it when you pitch your yeast, and Clarity Firm will do its work during fermentation. When fermentation is complete, chill haze will already have been addressed. In addition, reduce the gluten content in beers made with barley and wheat with Clarity Firm. Most beers made with Clarity Firm will test below 20 parts per million, the current international standard for gluten-free. Better looking and more stable beer with the added benefit of reduced gluten so you can pour your beer for more friends and customers. Why wouldn't you use Clarity Firm? Clarity Firm from White Labs. The reasons are crystal clear. Learn more at whitelabs.com. 
Adventures in Homebrewing have the knowledge and expertise to craft their own gear and original recipes. Some of the things homebrewing.org creates and manufactures in-house are the Brutus brew stands and propane burners, the serial killer adjustable two-roller grain mill with seven-pound hopper, custom stainless steel false bottoms designed to fit kegels, coolers, and mini-sized brew pots. The brewers at Adventures in Homebrewing have designed a huge selection of original recipes for extract and all-grain brewing. Adventures in Homebrewing original recipes are tried and tested, proven to be of the best quality. And right now, Adventures in Homebrewing is shipping 24 of their best recipes for free. Visit homebrewing.org for the most current selection. Once you try one of Adventures in Homebrewing recipes, you'll keep coming back for more. And now, it's even easier with free shipping on these kits. Brewing Network listeners receive 10% off their homebrewing.org orders when they use coupon code IPA at checkout. See terms and conditions for full details. Beer tasting games that train your palate, a brewery locator, and the brand new interactive beer style guide. These are just a few of the awesome things you'll find on craftbeer.com. The style guide is a beautiful example of technology in beer. Browse beer style families or turn on the automatic beer style finder and explore beer through color, bitterness, ABV, aroma, and flavor. It's really the coolest way to explore every beer style besides having them all in front of you. Go to craft craftbeer.com and click on beer styles to start the guide plus enjoy the rest of craftbeer.com the brewers banter blogs beer education how to host a beer tasting and the invaluable draft quality manual tons of great content that makes your beer better visit the new craftbeer.com right now and explore the website that brings you all the passion camaraderie and creativity of the craft beer community craftbeer.com celebrating the best of american beer Now back to Jamil, Tasty, and Blise. It's Brewing with Style. It's rocking out. <laughs> Let you have it for a little bit. That's right. Um, and I see a lot more commercial. Uh, speaking about letting you have it. Oh. How about that Dr. Homebrew? Oh, yeah. I caught a couple of those shows. Uh, been doing some, you know, like, driving around and stuff, so I always uh, run the BN Mobile app and uh, caught a couple of those shows that way. There you go. Yeah. You can do the same. Check mm-hmm. it out. Lots of good programming on the Brewery Network. Yeah. You got your Brew Strong. You got your Sour Hour. You got your Sunday Session. You got the Dr. Homebrew. You got, uh, do they still do lunch meat every once in a while? Uh, they're trying to revive that. I think they got a fundraiser for it. There is a fundraiser for lunch meat right now. Is that like Special Olympics type oh, of fundraiser? Or? That's, no, it's real essentially money. it's the same thing, but yeah, okay. it is real money. Um, there was one. Somebody contributed a dollar? There's over $1,000 in our Indiegogo campaign right now. <laughs> We're trying to raise $10,000. <laughs> um, there has been they eat one. a lot of lunch meat. There's been one episode of Lunch Meat that was recorded. It was recorded Friday two weeks ago. All right. So my question is, what is the money actually for? How? What? Wh- where is that money going? What? What Hopefully is a bonus to what, me? What, what, I, right. <laughs> I'm just saying. Maybe why, we should hold this show ransom. Right. Yeah. Why? Why would anybody hey, pay any money? Girl. 
Justin and is why, saying. What would the money be used for? That uh, it is. He he did he dislikes doing that show so much. <laughs> he has to be bribed, and it stresses uh, him out. So uh-huh. um, he he he's. He's a person putting out a product, essentially. And if there's enough uh, desire for that product, people will pay the price. <laughs> so he feels dirty. That's the problem. Huh? I, I, don't, I don't know. No? Maybe. Yeah. Well, Probably. Yeah. 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 Sure. sure. Okay. All right. I think all my questions have been answered. Yeah, I don't know. I'm not sure. what the, I've never heard the show. So I, don't. I right. haven't either. Well, there you go. I sat in on one once. Uh, back in the day, it was uh, it was something else, something else. Back in the garage, isn't it just a bunch of like awful news stories? I think awful it's, news stories, dick jokes. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, they're just it's just all over the top. Anything goes, kind of a deal. Okay. There you go. Yeah. Uh, like I said, I got my questions answered. If you've got questions, you know what you can do is send them in to. Uh, just send them to Bevo with two E's, a V and an O. Hopefully you can figure out the rest at thebrainnetwork.com. Uh, or, you know, if you want to get your beer on the show, like, uh, Funky Farm Brewer did, um, you know, email Bevo and we'll, we'll, we've got a whole list of styles. We're going to do them all again. And so, uh, you know, send, send them in, and uh, we'll get you, get you in there, and uh, you'll have an opportunity to, to win. Uh, uh, what is our, our prize this week, uh, Tasty? <laughs> a brand-new car. A brand-new no, car. No, no, uh, see, I just look into the uh, file here. A gently-used oh, car. A uh, hop grenade T-shirt. Mmm. But sounds like something we could actually give away. Anyone, we've had one winner so far. Yes. On the homebrew side. Yes. And I'm sure he would appreciate a hot grenade t-shirt instead of the uh, oh, the, yeah. the, uh, the uh, jet ski. Yeah. Yeah. Sure glad it's not parked out in front anymore. Well, yeah. yeah. And, and we had to toss the cinder blocks. They were still blocking the street. Yeah. All right. Well, there you go. You could send it in, send it in there. Or... Um, you can call in. Yeah, I keep as, forgetting this because I was always restricted on not having call-ins. Yeah. So now that we could have call-ins, yeah. I always forget. We have a high-paid call screener. There you go. 888-401-BEER. Call her up. If you listen live. There you are. And it's generally happening on Tuesdays. Yeah, look for us most Tuesdays. Tuesday, Tuesday, the Tuesday evenings. Pacific Tuesday time. Tuesday a month or so. Yeah. There you are. All right. Uh, I guess that's it. You could run the outro anytime now. I'll say I wanted to get after you. One segundo. Por favor. <laughs> All right. Yes. Uh, you know, this is what happens when you when you hire uh, minimal laborists. <laughs> <That's right. laughs> there you go. I tell you, this show was smooth not from a, the beginning a, to the end. Smoothest. Right. It's, it, it was like like Astroglide. It was right. smooth. <laughs> if you like Astroglide and all those products, you can buy your own branded. Uh, uh, Slickwood. <laughs> Please say it's Slickwood. You can, you can get Slickwood sli- sli- in, in the, uh, in, oh, we don't in have the BN well, store. Huh? Right. You can get the, the brown version in uh, in the BN <laughs> store. Uh, you go to the BrainNetwork.com slash store. Pick up your, your industrial size container of Slickwood. 
You pick up like you know some hats. You pick up uh, growlers, patches, shirts, patches. Stickers. Uh, God, God knows what all sorts of interesting growlers, stuff that come out. Yeah, there you are. And uh, all of that goes to the bottom line of the Brewing Network. Until then, everybody, Bruce Strong. Yeah, nothing.